From architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater, Radio 111 presents Bonnie G and Brian Mendoza with The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie and Brian. Hello, I get to start the episode this time with my guest, Christopher Du, but I wanted to say that I'm here with the lovely Bonnie G. How are you doing, I'm Bonnie? doing great. I'm looking forward to this interview. <laughs> and I get to wear the interviewing hat to sort of call an earlier episode the interviewing hat. There we go. So I wanted to say, uh, welcome Christopher Doe. He is a musician, singer, and all-around talented guy. How are you doing today, Christopher? Hey guys, I am doing fantastic. How are you? Oh, I'm doing oh, good. Super. We're doing good. We're doing good over here. We're having fun. I was going to say that I am very excited to hear about your first ever concert experience, if I'm correct, right? Like, I know you've done shows, but this would be the first concert experience that you're going to be having? Absolutely. It's going to be the first concert I will be directing and writing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I was going to say, for those of you who don't know, it's called Listen, an original Christopher Doe concert experience. It's going to be featuring a few people, Miguel Arborello, uh Razor J, Ariane, uh, Whitney McDonald, and Alicia Bates. And it's going to be at, Feb- at the Desert Rose Playhouse Yay. February 4th at 7 p.m., $85 dinner and show, and then $30 show only. And there's a full cash bar, so if you want to drink and have some music, it's right there for you, or you want to eat something. But I was going to ask you, like, what? Tell, tell us about the conception of this. Like, what was the moment that this idea was sparked in your head? I'm just curious. Tell us. Well, I've always wanted... By the way, for the record, uh, um, uh, 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 for Miguel, it's Miguel Arbaio. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have let you introduce them. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But tell us about the it's conception. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I've always wanted to have um, like a, like a full pro- fully produced um, concert show um, ever since I was, I was starting, you know, my, my run as a solo musician. Um, and that was like back in like 2012, and um, and since then, you know, I've I've just been writing all kinds of different music. Um, a lot of it is is darker darker themes, and um, this concert itself is, is is actually it has a lot of dark themes to it. Um, it's it's very autobiographical. Um, it 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 it, it uh, explores the the darker and deeper parts of my past that sort of molded me and 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 made me. Not not just made me who I am today, but also like things that I've learned and like you know and grew from, so that I I could overcome those darker things. Um, I talk about um, fighting my demons, and I talk about um, how my father passed away, and how that was a huge catalyst uh, t- for you know kind of making me into a more of a hardened shell, but also at the same time some uh, somebody a lot more sensitive and vulnerable. Um, it's, it's, a, it's very edgy and there's even some, uh, I, I don't want to give too much away, but there's even a tiny little bit of a horror element, like a thriller, a thriller type element, uh, inspired by like some of the scary games I've been playing lately. <laughs> um, so, um, and I want to say that, um, my, actually my involvement with Hedwig and the Angry Inch, um, at the Desert Rose Playhouse, um, they did a show, um, there. And um, it was Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and they asked my band to do it. And really getting familiar with 
the equipment that they had, like the lighting and, you know, the stage, the, the things that we could do on that stage, that was really the beginning of, you know, like kind of, you know, my thoughts of having it there. And um, I talked to the theater directors about it, um, Robbie Wayne and Mackie McLean about it. And um, they were, they were gung ho. And I'm really excited that they're having my show there. <laughs> it would, by the way, it was a fabulous show. I reviewed it for CV independent. It was fabulous. Just wanted to say that and the band was fabulous. So good job. <laughs> Thank you, know, you. Thank you so much. I was going to say that I'm really excited to hear all these opportunities you've been given. Cause the last time we talked, you know, you've mostly did streaming and a few shows at Stacy, but it's, been really wonderful to hear about this update that you've been in more uh, theater s productions and now i wanted to ask the i know that you said something about fighting your demons and like showing them on stage i was going to say that how important do you think it is for an artist to sort of how, uh, to reveal themselves to their audience how important do you believe that should be for any artists and i'm just curious about your philosophy on that I believe that it's more important nowadays than it ever has been. And the reason why is because um, the the fact of the matter is that because the Internet exists and that um, there's going to be if you're looking to be a public figure, a lot of people are going to be looking into your life, um, you know, because now that cancel culture exists, um, which is just a reality. Um, artists have been canceled for petty things. And of course, artists have been canceled for for very, very important things as well. Um, there, there's the cancel culture is a double edged sword, but I do think that artists do have a responsibility, um, especially if it, depending on the type of art. If, if 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 it's an art that's supposed to be meaningful and uh, move people, I think that honesty is really important. Um, I think that addressing even the most controversial topics that you know you people might even be uncomfortable with hearing about. I think that that's important too, and I and in my show I am going to be addressing an, a, 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 a some a some a somewhat controversial thing that happened to me um, uh, about a year and a half ago, um, and I don't want to give away too much again because I want people to go and see the show <laughs> and and really figure out what it is because the show is really special and it's it's raw, it's gritty, and um, and it's honest, and that's what I'm really trying to go for, because as an, as an artist, it is absolutely important for people to at least get to know the sides of you that make your art matter. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I understand, and I think a lot of times artists, they tend to want to put themselves out there as a polished version of who they are, and I feel like sometimes we, as the audience, benefits so much from seeing an artist that's willing to show hey you know i did all, all the bad stuff back in the day or i did a lot or have these bad thoughts you i'm know? a human being i'm too. a human being you know and i feel like a lot of times we connect to that and i wanted to ask you were there any works that you that you were inspired by that you would call raw and visceral that showed an artist's ugliness or like their demons you know what i mean like of course uh, even if you were inspired for the show was there any art or work from any artist that you admire that you would call raw or describe in a similar fashion? You know, there are two artists that immediately come to mind. Um, one artist is one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, they're called Phantogram. Um, it's, if you know what a Phantogram is, it's sort of like a, like a, like a 
3D-esque picture or something. Uh, but um, but uh, they're called Fantagram, and they have a lot of they're they're an electro pop band, and they have a lot of songs that have um, um, not just darker um, lyrics, but they also have like a, a like a darker sound design, uh, like an electronic darker sound design, and. Um, Immediately, a song that comes to mind when I think about what inspires me to write more honest things is actually not a Fantagram song. It's a song by an artist called Kimbra. Um, you may know who Kimbra is because she was featured on Gautier's Somebody I Used to Know um, like a oh, few yeah, that, years ago. That, that one's a good one. I, she had a wonderful voice. I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I got to say she had a wonderful voice that I'm always a little disappointed that she wasn't a little bit more well-known mainstream wise because i think she made that song in my opinion i think she really added to that song so i just wanted to say that sorry go yeah. ahead yeah no she's amazing and um the song that comes to mind when i think of an artist that can be raw and 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 a little and a little gritty was um her song called version of me and um it's um it basically the lyrics talk about how she was um basically too um, rough on somebody. She was too mean to somebody, uh, and she, um, and it cost her a relationship. And um, it's it's even the song itself is also kind of like in the same sort of the same vein. I, I write in as well. <laughs> um, and of course, she's just fantastic. I I wish I got to meet her one day, but uh, I, hopefully I will. Um, but definitely those huh. two um, artists for sure. Um, yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> now, I wanted to ask you about the streaming that you've done. Now, I know that a lot of artists during the pandemic have certainly jumped on the streaming thing, and I think that that's a really wonderful thing. I wanted to ask you about your opinions regarding, if you have any opinions, the Spotify controversy with streaming music. I wanted to see if you had any opinions on that as an artist, especially young artists where we have more of a connection to Spotify than a lot of older artists. So I, I was curious about that. Um, I'm going to be completely candid and honest about it. Um, I personally think that artists uh, should kind of, you know, use platforms that uh, work for them. If Spotify works for them, then Spotify works for them. Uh, I, I think that when it comes down to it, um, Spotify, um, they're just another platform for artists to take their business and, and um, just use it. Um, I don't necessarily. This is this is the whole double-edged sword thing that that's that's happening with with this whole cancel culture stuff. It's kind of like, all right, well, yeah, maybe sometimes Spotify has content on you know that's up or whatever that not everyone agrees with, you know, or and 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 in the very special case, of course, that all the things that are that are false about like all the COVID information and stuff like that. I, I I've heard about that, and as as painful as it is to say. There's always going to be people out there who um, won't listen to science, <laughs> uh, if I can be completely candid. And no, um, free, and you know? ideologies are extremely well. You know, it, it's important to people, and sometimes they stick by their ideologies to death. And that's just the thing that people have to accept. And I think that Spotify shouldn't be scrutinized for, you know having artists use their platform I, I think that it's not their fault um i do i do think that when it comes down to it if if it's literally hurting society as a whole then maybe things should be done about it but i'm just an artist you know <laughs> as far as uh just 
kind of using platforms to build your um, musical empire, if you will. I don't care. (laughs) I'm just kind of like, (laughs) I just want artists to do what they can and however they want to do to do it. Go ahead. You know, if it doesn't hurt people, why not? (laughs) No, it's certainly true about cancel culture being like a double-edged sword. I I certainly think that it's okay to have valid critiques of like, of works that you like. I think that I've done it plenty of times on like flicks and picks on, and on this show where I've critiqued things that like, I, I, I always critique like the new sex in the city show where I have plenty of opinions about why I think it's problematic and I certainly would use the word like cancel that you know what I mean but in a joking manner but I do understand a little bit more closely how that feels to be quote-unquote canceled especially when you're trying to do something positive and you might have might have made a mistake you know maybe uh maybe I said something wrong but to move on from that I wanted to ask you real quick about the Discord server, the uh, the streaming stuff, and I wanted to ask you if you can give our audience more information about how about your streaming and when you're going to do it. I know they're going to do it more often after the concert, so I wanted to get your if you can get us some information on that. Right, of course. So actually, um, so I I uh, stream on Twitch, um, and I and I'm currently building a, a, a Discord server for people to. Um, for, for the public to, to use whenever I'm on, on, on Twitch. But uh, so I, I stream on Twitch. I haven't streamed on Twitch lately because uh, I've just been busy with the concert, but um, I, I usually stream games. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge gamer. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big nerd. Um, I used to stream uh, music as well. Um, I, uh, but uh, right now, just because of music licensing and stuff, I don't really do covers on, on Twitch. So like basically... Uh, I'll do like a couple of like the original concerts here and there on, on, on Twitch, but my main thing is gaming on Twitch. And, uh, after the concert, which is February 4th, again, um, I will start stream, uh, streaming regularly, um, from Monday through Wednesday, uh, Pacific time, of course, at 7 PM and Sundays at uh, 3 PM. And, uh, I stream horror games. Um, I'm going to start to stream like some survival games, um, some, maybe some competitive games once I get a, a better PC, uh, like a better you know, rig. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's uh, another thing I do to, you know, trying to make ends meet. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we have to do as artists is that we just have to try to make that coin because I feel like, of course, you know, there's that passion for it, but then people forget, you know, we need that money in order to survive, to keep having that passion. You know what I mean? Like just having, some money to be able to have like some dignity to be able to like do that but i wanted to ra- start wrapping things up and i wanted to say thank you so much for coming on but and just a reminder listen an original christopher doe concert experience will be playing at the desert rose playhouse february 4th 85 dollars dinner and show at 7 p.m or 30 dollars only show only at 8 p.m Full cash bar. Again, thank you so much. Congratulations. Congrats. Break a leg. Break a leg. Ha- both of you. And have the time of your life. And we'll catch up on with you about this. Thank you so much, Christopher. Thank you, guys.